Welcome back, everybody, to the Real Madrid podcast at the end of the first international week. It's been a quiet week then for those not on international duty, but plenty of Madrid players and rumours still occupying the media. Now, Erling Haaland, who wasn't on the score sheet for Norway against Gibraltar earlier this week, attracting, again, a lot of interest. Eight games left in Bundesliga for Borussia Dortmund to secure that place in next season's Champions League or potentially lose him. Currently, remember, they sit in fifth place, four points behind Eintracht Frankfurt, and it isn't an easy run-in for them either because they've still got to meet RB Leipzig, Wolfsburg, who are having a very good season, and Eintracht Frankfurt themselves. They have, remember, the option to retain Haaland for at least another season, but the suggestion still remains that if they do not qualify for Champions League, then he will be on the market this summer. But here is the big question. How much is he valued out? Well, if there was no pandemic, it is said that the value would be two to 250 million. Now, some are suggesting it would be around 100 million, but Borussia Dortmund have let it be known that they value the player at 180 million euros. If a Premier League club comes in, then expect it to be between 150 and 180. And what about salary? Well, it's again expected to be between 250 and 350,000 euros per week, which could possibly rule out any move to Madrid. And at those figures, the destination is whittled down really to a choice of maybe Manchester City, Chelsea or PSG. Real Madrid also going head-to-head with Barcelona, Bayern Munich, Juventus, Chelsea and Manchester City and the hunts to sign Fabio Blanco, the 17-year-old youth international whose contract is up in June at Valencia. We, of course, are desperate to keep him but realise that the interest that is flooding in from all over Europe is likely to turn his head away from the club that has given him his break this season. Now, the one club we didn't mention who also hold an interest in the player, which could be significant as well, is Borussia Dortmund. And having seen the progression of the likes of Jadon Sancho, Haaland and a whole host of other highly rated young players over the last few years, he knows that if he did go there, then he would be certain to see more game time than if he signed for any of the major names. And that could, in turn, sway his decision. Now, Real Madrid have not, it has said, lost interest in signing Eduardo Camavinga from Rennes. Didier Deschamps, who called him out to the full national team recently, left him out this time round. He's back with the under-21s, which is not a real surprise. Will he leave at the end of the season? Well, the view is that the fee of around €60 million Euro which is what Wren want, will put off the majority this summer. Another season with Wren looks very likely indeed. Now, what about the future of Cristiano Ronaldo? Well, there's plenty of views mulling around the media, of course. As for the players' own views, well, some sources allegedly close to Ronaldo claim that he is genuinely excited about the potential prospect of a return to Real Madrid and would go if he was asked to do so. He still believes that he has plenty to offer and could still score goals in La Liga. Closer look at his season statistics. 
revealed just how remarkable the talent still remains. 30 goals in 34 games, playing in what is still considered to be the toughest league to score goals in Serie A. Now, will it happen? Well, with a fee of 20 million being quoted, plus obviously is a significant salary, it could still turn out to be something of a bargain, even though he is 36 years of age. What about the views of Juventus? Pavel Nedved offered this view. He said Ronaldo is untouchable. He has a contract until 2022 and he will be staying in Turin. Now, moving on everywhere you look in France, at the moment there is a poll to assess the mood of the nation regarding Karim Benzema. Should he be back in the national team? And it seems that there is nothing like a few average performances with a lack of goals to swing the mood. Well, last year in Le Figaro, over 70% were against his return. This week, a similar poll revealed that that number was now down to 55%. As for Didier Deschamps himself, remember the quote from him, we cannot forget, I cannot forget, I will never forget. The reality is then, as long as Deschamps is the head coach, Benzema will not wear the French national team jersey. Just staying with the international press conferences these days, they find press quizzing players on everything but the international games. Uh, Rafa Varane recently sidestepped every question that came his way about where he could be playing next season. He did, though, talk about Gary Benzema. He said, I'm not best suited to talk about his situation in the national team. I don't really feel comfortable, but I will say that he is in great condition playing some of his best football. He is an elegant player and it is a privilege to watch him play. On the potential of Zidane being the next national team coach, she said it's not really relevant now. Deschamps is doing a good job. We must focus on the short-term goals of qualifying for the World Cup. And on Kylian Mbappe, he said he is one of the greats. I aspire to play with all of the best players in the world. And Kylian is certainly one of those. Now, Gareth Bale. No official word from Real Madrid about the impending return of Gareth Bale after what's been a particularly average season, struggling to break into the Tottenham starting 11. Uh, lots of fan views after the quotes that were attributed to Bale earlier on this week. 63% would prefer him not to return, with 74% saying his return would bring problems with it. And then, 48 hours later, not 24 or 12, Bale's agent pops up to say, ah, all of his words have been taken completely and utterly out of context and no decision about his future has been taken. Just a reminder of the words that were attributed to him. Uh, it's alleged he said, my idea is to return to Madrid. It's what I planned to be honest. It turns out that that has been a misquote and it doesn't actually mean that his plan was to be returning to Madrid. What else it could possibly mean? Nobody actually knows. Uh, Real Madrid are keeping a very close eye on the progress of Moussa Diaby, who took his chance when he left PSG a couple of years ago due to the lack of first-team chances that was back in 2018-2019. He felt at the time that despite actually making 25 appearances that season, 15 of them were as a sub, that it would be better for his career if he moved. So he did, and he went over to Bayer Leverkusen, 
where he has been uh, shining this season. Nine goals and 12 assists in the campaign so far for the French under-21 international. And it's that form yet again that has alerted Madrid to his potential. His contract, though, with Leverkusen is running until 2025. So if they want him, it is not going to be cheap. Speculation surrounding Madrid's summer plans is uh, being widely reported in the media, with the club wanting to meet an objective of raising at least 150 million euro from sales to be ready to compete for the likes of Erling Haaland and Kylian Mbappe, should they become available. Now, the players they want to offload, well, that hasn't changed an awful lot. Isco, Marcelo and Gareth Bale with Ceballos and Mariano, Audrey Azzurra as well, just behind those three. And it's reported that offers could be explored for Militao, Odegaard, Varane, Vinicius and, wait for it, Eden Hazard. Of those, it's highly doubtful there would be uh, any takers whatsoever for Eden Hazard after the disastrous run of injuries. But Varane and Vinicius could bring in significant money and uh, if Mbappe does decide that he wants to go, then both Varane and Vinicius have a great many admirers in Paris, and it could certainly soften the Mbappe departure. Leonardo, in particular, uh, would love Vinicius in the PSG shirt. Now, there is an awful lot of criticism made of certain aspects of Vinicius' game, but he's been something of a good luck charm at the moment for Real Madrid. Out of the last 11 games, eight that he started, they won every one. The three that he didn't, where he played as a substitute, two draws and one defeat. Now, let's round out some fitness news regarding the squad. Marco Asensio was training again with the main group of players. That was yesterday. Danny Carvajal is back on the pitch working. That's very good news as well. He was training with Adria Zola and Mariano. It's been a hugely frustrating time for him. He's played just 110 minutes so far in 2021. Lucas Vasquez, he's been working in the gym. Tony Cruz and Ferry Valverde are both nursing muscle injuries. Now, Zidane has given the players a much-needed weekend off this weekend. They've got a huge couple of weeks coming up with April beginning with a game against Ibar before Liverpool at home in Champions League. Barcelona at home just days afterwards and Liverpool away again on the 13th. Uh, what about the latest news on Eden Hazard? He did travel to join up with the national team uh, where he met up with the coach Roberto Martinez and the medical staff. Martinez was asked about him yesterday. He said he is absolutely desperate to get back on the field. He is really keen to be part of the European Championships as well. On Courtois, he offered significant praise. He said he is at the best moment in his career so far. His level at his club is exceptional, and internationally, he remains consistent. Well, there we are then. That just about wraps up the latest happenings in Madrid. I'll be back later in the week as we look ahead to the resumption of action in La Liga. Until then, from me, Tim Cable, bye-bye for now.